Well, good morning everybody. It's great to be with you this morning and to bring God's Word. Um, this morning we're going to be talking about being God's people in a time of uncertainty. And I don't think anybody would argue that uh, the times we're living in at the moment are pretty uncertain times. But for the past 20 years it's been a series of one uncertain time after another. Uh, we've had the uncertainty of terrorism, we've had the uncertainty of war, we've had the uncertainty of a financial crash, we've had the uncertainty of Brexit, and where we are right now we've got the un uncertainty of a pandemic. Okay, so my, my first point this morning is that there can be certainty in uncertainty. We might not know what to do, we might not have any of the answers, we may be feeling a little bit like that, and yet God is in control. He's not let us down. He will not let us down. He is in control. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. He's the same God. He is still on the throne and he will bring us through this situation that we're in. So let's just look at some scriptures and just see what God says about the kind of situation that we're in right now. First of all, Psalm 46 verses 10 to 11. Now, I know we've had this uh, a number of times recently, but I'm just going to bring it for you, to you again right now. It says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be honoured by every nation. I will be honoured throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. And also I'm going to read Hebrews 6 verses 16 to, uh, to 19 where it says there, now when people take an oath, they call on someone greater themselves to hold, hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So, God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we... Who have, uh, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold on to the hope that lies before us. Okay, let me tell you about a an uncertain time that that happened in our in my work situation when I was uh, when I was working. Um, we'd gone into work to do a, a very simple thing. We were upgrading the operating system. It should have taken a few hours to do, and we got part way through this, and then we came to a point where the machine asked for something, and we just couldn't move forward from that point. It just jammed at that point and wouldn't complete the job. And so we thought, well, we'll ring IBM, and we rang them, and they couldn't help us. They told us that there was no way that, uh, that we could fix this situation. It was an impossible situation. And so we ended up calling a disaster recovery truck out, and that came out with lots of computer equipment on it. And everything we tried on that computer lorry, every, every tape deck, every piece of equipment, none of it would work and do what we needed it to do. And things went from worse to worse to worse, and it ate up 
well into the, 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 the Friday night and we ended up going home at uh, midnight on the Friday night and, and I went home to find that the house had been broken into and that we had a, uh, some windows bro a window broken and a door damaged and a few things taken but nothing too serious I think I probably disturbed them but that had happened and then the whole thing went on through the Saturday as well so I went back into work and we were working from the early hours of Saturday all the way through again to midnight and nothing seemed to make any difference whatsoever and in a times like that you think well I can do absolutely nothing there's nothing I can do to make this better to move things forward but I could trust in God and so I was praying over the whole situation I was praying through the whole time over the weekend um, I'd even gone into to, uh, it, was, it was actually the, the there was a, a men's breakfast that morning and actually popped in to say can you pray about this before I'd gone into work and so gone through all of that but all I could do was put my trust in God trust him and believe that he would bring us through the situation and to cut a very long story short come the Sunday morning we went in and at that point in time we, we found we got several different ways of solving the problem right there and then and one of the things that happened was IBM had sent us through something that would fix it even though they said they couldn't do that and uh, all the equipment in the lorry that was now working as well and we were able to go to move forward and sort things out very quickly and to get home and, and not spend much time doing that. That brings me on to, to my second point which is that there is provision in uncertainty. You see that whole weekend I'd been working lots of hours on the Friday, lots of hours on the Saturday, a fair few hours on the Sunday and it had just happened that the company had changed things not long before and made it so that we could get paid overtime. And so I got an, an, a, what was a relatively large amount of money for working just a you know, over that weekend, uh, it was a good amount of money for doing that because they decided to pay overtime. Because overtime is usually paid at one and a half or two times, depending on the the day and the conditions and so on. But that's not all. Um, there were two things in our house that we couldn't fix that, that we couldn't afford to fix at the time. One was the back window, which was uh, getting a little bit rotten and in need of some repair and one was a door which was nothing wrong with it but it just it just was tatty and, and not particularly nice and those are the two things that when they tried to break into our house those are the two things that got broken and so coming through that uncertain time that uncertain situation we came through it with a reasonable amount of money and the door and the window that we couldn't afford to fix fix for us and so it was an amazing sense of God's provision through that situation you know when things are tough God makes a way for his people uh, he provided manna in the desert for the children of Israel uh, when they didn't have, have food to eat um, and then on another occasion uh, we think of Elijah and how uh, during the time of drought God sent him ravens with food in their beaks to come and feed him and later on when that when when the, the stream that he was near dried up God directed him to a widow who'd, she was practically on the point of starvation. She'd got just a little bit of oil and a little bit of meal in a jar and she was going to bake that into a, into a loaf of bread, bake it for her, for her and her son. They were going to have their last meal and then they were going to just fall over and die. I think that's pretty much her plan. And yet Elijah comes into that situation and says, make me a cake of bread and give me a little bit of water. And through that, through that woman's obedience to him, the cake, the, the, the oil and the meal didn't dry up, didn't run out for all the time that Elijah was with them, all the time that the drought was happening. And three of them, Elijah, 
the woman and the boy were all kept safe because through God's provision uh, in that time of uncertainty. <clears throat> but this isn't just an Old Testament thing. Uh, God's provision is as much a New Testament thing as it is an Old Testament thing. And I want to just read you some things from um, the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew. Don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the Kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. So my, uh, my third point this morning is that there can be commission in uncertainty. And that might seem an odd thing to talk about in a time when things are difficult. But hopefully by the time I finish you'll, you'll see where we're going with this. Um, for those of you who've done the Keys to Freedom course, you may remember that one of the weeks um, there's a person called Ariana Walker and she had a dream about um, Psalm 23 and about uh, the table prepared in the presence of her enemies. And if you haven't, uh, if, you, if you haven't read that, if you haven't done the done the course, there's actually she, she talks about it on on Facebook, and we'll perhaps uh, give you a link to that so you can you can see exactly what she was saying. But what the, the what it condenses down to is that at her table she had faith and lots of other things, but fear was standing right behind faith, and she had to make a choice as to whether fear or faith was going to have a seat at her table. And in the time that we're going through right now, we have a choice to make. Are we going to be fearful? Are we going to give in to the things that, that maybe other people have given in to? Are we going to give in to our fear? Are we going to let it contain us and cause us to be fearful and to worry? Or are we going to give it to God and say, I am going to put my faith, my trust in you, and I am going to follow you. But here's the thing. It goes beyond just that it goes beyond just the faith to see us through this situation god is doing things at this time that go far beyond just bringing us through it's to bring us on to something greater and something beyond what we can imagine you know we talked earlier about my computer issues at work and uh, talked about the money that it provided and the interesting thing is that shortly after that i, uh, I had an opportunity to go on a mission trip and it was it was one of those things where I didn't have to think about have I got the money to pay the airfare to go on this mission trip because I just got that money through from the overtime from working that horrendous weekend through that time of uncertainty and so through that uncertainty not only was the provision but there was also the ability to go to go do something beyond what I'd done before and so that was that was a, a great thing that came out of that time. And I just believe that God is going to commission us in this time to do uh, things in the future. He's going to prepare us in this time for that. We started this year declaring that this is a new era. And this new era has begun with this season of pandemic, with this season of containment and lockdown. And we can look at that as a negative thing and say, well, the church can't grow when you're locked in and contained and, and this can't happen and that can't happen. But actually, we need to look at what God is doing behind all of these things. You see, um, I don't know if you noticed in the newspapers at the weekend, uh, I, I had a little look on the BBC website and they do a, a review of the headlines and one of those newspapers was talking about 
how um, number 10, the people in number 10, all they felt they could do to help the Prime Minister as he was uh, sick in hospital was to pray. And I think we're going to see people who've perhaps not prayed for years or never prayed praying at this time. We're going to see people who've, who've never really asked questions, who've never wanted to know about God, wanting to know about God. I know Joyce's seen some of that with some of the people that she's been in contact with, who've shown an interest beyond what, what perhaps they may have shown before. And so I, I, I have this feeling that church is going to grow through, and I don't just mean our church, I mean church in, in, in the UK and church maybe through the world, is going to grow through this time because people are turning to something and they're looking for something, they're looking for answers and Jesus is the answer. Beyond what happens in the church, there's what happens to us as individuals. You know, God uses uncertain times to commission people, to equip people. You know, Joseph, he went through his time of containment, he went through his containment in prison uh, when he wasn't exactly uh, having an easy time of it. You know, prison's not a great place and certainly wasn't back then. But through that, he went through a time of preparation and set up that allowed him to be at a point where, when he came through that, he was able to become sort of second in charge of Egypt, to bring uh, an answer to the famine that would have uh, blighted that land and, and the lands around. You know, we've been spending a lot of time in the garden over the uh, past few weeks, on and off, when, when we've had a moment, or it's been the weekend or, or whatever. And during that time, we've done a number of things. We've uprooted some things. We've cut things out that were either uh, not needed anymore or they were, they were um, perhaps dying or, not, or, or just not useful to us anymore. So we've taken some things out and we've uprooted them. We've pruned some things, some things that needed pruning to be more fruitful, we have pruned. We've done a lot of feeding and watering, and we've done a lot of seeding and, and sowing new things, or at least Joy has, because I don't do any of that kind of seeding stuff, that's her, that's her big thing, she's the gardener in the household. Um, but you know, you, you think, well, in this season, God's going to do some things in each of our lives. I'm sure there are things that shouldn't be in our lives, you know, maybe habits, maybe other things that God needs to help us to uproot and to throw out and put on the compost heap. There are probably things that need to be pruned and trimmed back and, and got ready to be more fruitful. There are some things that we need to feed and water, you know, get back into the Word, get back into praying, get back into seeking God, get back into talking to Him and listening to Him. And there are some things that need to be sowed, new things that perhaps God is wanting to do in our lives that, that need to be sown in, in, into us and, and by us. And so in this time, I think it'd be great to get out our old prophecies and read through some of those things of what God has said over us in the past and maybe think, Lord, during this time, are there things that you need to do in my life, things that I need to do maybe to, to move forward into those things that you have for us? You know, th we have this opportunity, uh, certainly those of us who are, who are at home and uh, not necessarily working at this time, we have an opportunity to use that time wisely. And maybe it's a time when you could learn a new skill that may be useful to you in what God's calling to you in the future. Maybe it's time to learn a new language, particularly if you have an interest in a people group and uh, uh, that, that you want to reach in the future. Maybe learn a language. Uh, it's a time to keep in touch with friends and colleagues and, uh, and family and to be a good friend and a good family member to them and to show them something of God's love. It's a time to get into God's word more and to pray more and to listen to God more and to seek him for the prophetic and to 
listen to him as to what he has to say about the prophetic over your life already. Maybe it's the time to do some of those jobs that need doing at home just so that we are freed up for when you come through this into, into the time that lies ahead to be able to get on with God, what God's got in store for you. I believe God's stirring things up. It's the start of a new era. It's the beginning of something new and God's stirring something in people's hearts. People are praying. People are seeking. And so as a church and as, as God's people, as we go through this season with them, Let's be wise, let's listen to what God has to say and let's make the most of every opportunity to be the people that God's called us to be in this time and for this generation. Amen.